Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. This is not a time to get distracted. And this is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, I'm telling you, I'm thanking God for each and every one of you, uh, amen, that was graduating. I was talking to a young lady uh, here at the studio, she graduated from the sixth, from the fifth grade to the sixth grade. She is, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot her name. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, we thank God for all you graduate. Thank God for those of you that graduated from high school. Amen as well. And pray uh, that you have a made up mind to go further and to do more for the Lord. Amen. Not only for the Lord, but do more for society and making a way uh, concerning life. Amen. We are only here for a short time, believers. Only here for a short time. And in this short time, a lot of people, a lot, not a few, but a lot of people wind up going in the wrong direction because we don't accept the direction that the Lord be trying to turn us and we find ourselves doing, they find themselves doing things contrary to the will of God. We thank God for those of you that we have heard from. Amen. We do. We thank God for not only those of you that we heard from, but we are thanking God for those of you that call us and concerned about the broadcast, amen, that I had messed up the phone and wasn't able to get on, and some people have been used to looking at us on Facebook, amen, but I think we are there today, amen. I have to wait on somebody to tell me that we are. Uh, I cut it off by accident, something, but now we got it back right, okay? 
But we're going to get into the word, amen, and believe God that uh, bring to you some understanding that we may grow a higher heights and a deeper depths in the Lord. Because that's what it's all about. You being all that God have called and chose you to be. At this time, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank you, we praise you, we truly honor you in all that you are doing. Ask you to move in a special way, God, that I might decrease and you increase in my life. You lead and guide me in the direction that I speak that will cause others to be edified in your word. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for what you're going to do. And that one, that one that feel that they tune in by accident, let them know it was your will, your plan for them to hear what thus says the Lord. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus to Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. I'm telling you, we want to talk very briefly today, if the Lord allow us to. Uh, it, it, it's sad. Uh, and what I mean by sad, so many people, uh, we got this concept that if you don't do it my way, you ain't got it. You know, you say, well, brother, where well, I done heard you say, well, you got to do this. Listen, believers, there's <clears throat> anything anybody can tell you. There is one thing and one thing only God wrote with his finger, and that's the Ten Commandments. Now, if he wrote that with his finger, then everything else was God inspired. Are you saying that's less, Brother Ware? Well, no, I'm not. I wouldn't dare say that if God inspired somebody to do something, it's less than what God himself did. But that's the only thing that you can find to us that the Bible said it was written with the finger of God. So here's what I'm saying, believers. Now, we got this thing, uh, we as people, meaning we as people got this thing that we got it our way. If you don't do it the way that I'm doing it, then guess what? You ain't doing it right. And since you ain't doing it right, you, you're not converted. You're not saved. And, and listen, I remember just uh, before I get the teaching on the scripture, just a few years, about 43 years ago, I remember that it was dealt with me about uh, being saved. And I remember they said that, well, you do it this way, you do it that way. And so I repeated after this person, and in the process of repeating this person, I thought I was saved. I remember going, and at the time I was smoking uh, cigarettes and smoking and doing a whole lot of other things that I shouldn't have been doing. Uh, but I, I was so excited, and I, I, I thought I was saved. And I went home, and I got upset with the situation that was going on at home. And in the process of me getting frustrated at home, uh, I decided, well, hey, I need to go get me a, some boom, at this time, boom farm apple wine and, and other stuff and forget about it. 
Okay, in the process of me doing that, and I went to the back in the woods because I didn't want to do it around my mom and them, my mom and dad, and in the process of me doing it, uh, it's just like something spoke to me as I was speaking to you. Uh, now, say you're not hurting anybody but yourself. Now, mind you, I wasn't really converted then, but I was convicted. And that conviction ran in me so hard to it scared me. I throw down the the thing I had in my hand that I was smoking illegal drugs and I was uh, drinking the Bull Farm apple wine and I thought, wow, man, that must have been God or something. But it wasn't. But what it was, my conviction for what I had said the day before that, day before that. Well, to make a long story short, a uh, couple of weeks went past, and this guy, this preacher that I didn't like, and he in turn kept bothering me, and I said, he asked me to come to church, and I thought if I go to church, I'd get him off me. I told him I ain't had nothing to wear and so on and so on. Well, he told me I can come with my work, just some clean pants and shirt on. Anyway, I went to church, and he preached a message I got what I want, you got what you want, but you lost what you had. Now, in the process of him preaching that, I was reminiscing on, I had a son, I have a son, which is my oldest boy. He was born, and he was uh, born uh, premature. So they had him all hooked up to tubes and, 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 and stuff, and and, and I asked God if he would just save it. If he just, why is you making him suffer? Then I'll find out who you was. And I start thinking about that, and I start thinking about the other thing. And lo and behold, I wind up feeling that I could hear my heart beat every moment, it looked like. And, and in the process of me doing that, I, give, I surrender. Because here's what the preacher said. Uh, give me your hand and God your heart. Well, before I even got there, I know that I was, God was dealing with me. Now you say, well, what are you telling me this for, Brother Ware? See, here's the thing. We done got it, Romans 10 and 9, so mixed up, 10 and, 10 and 9. I could read a little further back if you want to. Say not in your heart that Christ who came from the dead will do this and so on and so on. But let's deal with 10 and 9. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth of uh, the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thy shall be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture said that whosoever believe on him shall not be ashamed. And goes on to talk about there's no difference between this and that. Okay, now, and once people come up and they made this be something else, they named it what they call the sinner's prayer. Now, listen, folks, I want you to hear me and hear me good. That does not make you say because you read that particular scripture or you repeat after somebody. It has to be a broken and a contract heart. I believe the Bible say in John, uh, St. John, uh, 
6, uh, 6, 44, it reads as follows. No man can come into, uh, uh, no man can come into me except the Father which have sent me draw him, and I will raise him up in the last day. Now, what people don't understand is you can't repeat after a man how many people that you know, I'm talking about you that are listening, that done repeated the sinner's prayer and left and went back out saying they were saving. They did it for a few months, a few years, a few days, some of them, and they wind back up being that. You say, but wait a minute, Brother Will. I can't judge them people. They say they say, but they are only saying that because they don't know any better. They have no knowledge of what true salvation is. And if you done told me what true salvation is, believers, and I, I'm thinking, wait a minute, that is true. I did repeat out to him, and I did that. So, therefore, people get saved over and over. They'll get saved today, and they'll mess up, and then they'll wind up, and they're going to get saved again. And then we, we even got uh, sophisticated. We had another group says uh, in the book of Acts, uh, okay, I've, I've been a part of that group as well. That group in the book of Acts, they said, if you want to be saved, this is what they in turn said, this is what you got to do. Acts the second chapter, uh, uh, second chapter and around the 30, 30, a, uh, Acts, Acts 2.38, that's what I want. Um, that's what we used to quote all the time. And Peter said, Acts 2.38, and Peter said unto uh, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Okay, so then we have another group saying, that's the problem. The people get saved, and they don't have the Holy Ghost. Now, how in the world can a person say that they are really saved, and they don't have the Spirit of God dwelling in them? There is no way that you can be converted without having the Spirit of God is what converted Oh, Brother Webb, you missing it, Brother Webb. The Spirit of God coming in with a man and then, wait a minute, now you're trying to say it's two or three. It's only one Spirit of God, just like it's one Spirit of the devil. And any time that you try to add or take away from the Scripture, what makes an individual converted is according to Psalms, some of you familiar with it. Let me go back to it. This is not the only scripture that I'm going to give you, but I'm going back to it so that you can get an understanding and we'll start and work our way forward. All right? In the, in the book, um, Division of uh, Psalms, and, and I'm turning because uh, I know some of you say, well, I hear to leave. Well, it's because they, I'm, not, I'm being led of the Lord with the scripture. Psalm, division of Psalm 51, division of Psalm. And um, I start reading at, uh, he said, Thy desire sacrifice. If thy desire not sacrifice, else I would have given 
thou delight not in burnt offering. In other words, David saying, you know, it ain't what I produce. Even though they want to make it look like you produce something and get something from it, no, ma'am. All right. David said here in the in the 17 uh, Psalm 51 division of Psalm, in the 17th verse, it says this: a sacrifice of God or a broken spirit and a broken and contrite heart. God, listen, God, uh, oh God, thy will not despise. So see, if you never get broken, brothers and sisters. If you never get yourself to understand that, God, I'm just sick and tired of me. See, you don't move me out the way. As long as you got me in the way, uh, you will find yourself continuing on doing the thing. Salvation is nothing that you work for like we make it do. We got it. Uh, and people saying, well, you know, if you get saved, you got to get up under this ministry and you got to get up under that ministry and you got to do this and you got to do that. But they never give you scripture. Oh, they take a few scriptures out of context. They take a few scriptures out of context simply because of the fact that they are trying to draw disciples unto themselves. And when you're trying to draw disciples unto yourself, then you twist it. The scripture. Now, in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians 2 and 8 and 9, it says this, For by grace, oh, wow, wait a minute, brother, where? I thought it was by me being baptized. I thought it was by me uh, being a part of the right church. Uh, I thought it was, be, nope, 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 brothers and sisters, by grace are ye saved through faith. And that's not of yourself. You ain't have nothing to do with it. It is a gift from God. Wait a minute. God had to deal with your heart. He had to deal with that fleshly heart. And he had to, wait a minute. Let me, let me before I get too far in there. In the ninth verse it says, And not of works, lest any man should boast. You see, God did it. I can't boast. I have to be appreciated. We got a we got a, a spirit that we want to boast about what we got and criticize what somebody else has got. We don't show an example of what being converted. We stand in judgment. Now, I want you to understand. I can go through scriptures on top of scriptures on top of scriptures and justify what we call ourselves believing in. And what we call ourselves believing in, it is not according to the scriptures. No, ma'am. No, sir. It is not according to the scripture. You know why? Because if it was according to the scripture, um, uh, we wouldn't have all this division. We get in division simply because of the fact that people don't want to listen to the Bible. When I listen to the Bible in the book of Philippians, Philippians, the t second chapter, and around the 12th verse says this. It says, uh, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as my pre in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. 
work out your own salvation in fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh you both to will and to do and his good pleasure. Other words, it ain't up to Brother Ware. It's God done pricked Brother Ware's heart. And when God pricked Brother Ware's heart, God pricked Brother Ware's heart in order, and I should be appreciated. I should appreciate what God doing. I want to make a difference between righteous and unrighteous. I want to be a difference between holy and unholy. I want to be a difference between saying I love God and those that don't know God. Otherwise, if I'm going to follow after those that don't know God, then what makes me different? What makes me have something that somebody else would want? But because we compromise so bad with those people that proclaiming to know the Lord, they are proclaiming to know him, but yet they are not manifesting fruit. And when you are not manifesting fruits, then guess what? You could be deceived. And if anybody being deceived, then you need to count up. Now, one thing about the truth I do know, the truth can, will never leave you. And you can never leave the truth. Now, they might choose not to obey the truth, but it will never leave you. And you can never leave the truth. Why you say that, Brother Well, See, those of you that's not converted, I know without a shadow of a doubt, if you still playing with God, if you are under conviction, see, it's a difference between conviction and salvation. So, and, and I'm going to get into it later, but let me say this. There are many of you that is convicted and not converted. And because you are convicted, then you do certain things. That's why when the preacher tells you that you should pay your tithes, that's what you feel you need to do. When the preacher tells you you should go to church once a week or twice a week, that's what you do. Why? Because you are convicted. And you say, well, wait a minute. Uh, I, I'm more than convicted. I'm converted, brother. You can't tell me this. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's go back right quick before my break. And I'm going to uh, Matthew's a very familiar scripture that I love. And, and done preached from it before. Uh, Matthew's the 13th chapter. Amen. The 13th chapter. And around, uh, well, if I get to it, I, I keep going past the 13th chapter. And around the 18th verse. Okay. Here's the, uh, therefore, the parable of the sword. When one that hears the word and the kingdom of, and, and the kingdom and to understand it not, then cometh the wicked one, and catch away that which was sown, uh, that which was sown in his heart. And this is he which received the seed by the wayside. So some of you that's uh, come to church, you went to church, you heard the word, it sound good, and it sound exciting, and you caught hope to it. But it didn't catch a root. And before it could catch a root in your heart, then all of a sudden the wicked one came and got that seed. So, yes, you continue on in that tradition or religion. You, your conviction was there. And because your conviction was there, 
then guess what? You wind up, continue on making people think, well, I got it. I got it. I know I got it. Well, you didn't have it because you wasn't willing to give up the world. You wasn't willing to give up that which God had convicted you of. So the word then take root in your heart, all right? Then it goes on to says after that, uh, uh, 20th verse, but he that received the seed on stony soil, the same is he that heard the word, and among with joy received it. Yet he has not root in himself, but dure for a while. For when tribulation and persecution arises because of the word, by and by he or she was offended. Now, what are you saying, Brother Well? You know what people get offended about when you tell them you need to observe the commandments of God? Who, me? I don't have to keep no law. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. And then you say, but wait a minute. It's not a demand. It's a love. You are loving him. And when you love somebody, you do things because you love them, not because of the fact that, that, that that's part of what I must do. The husband that's providing for the wife and going, providing for the children, he ain't doing it uh, because it's a demand. He's doing it because he loved them. And when you love something, you want to please that. Amen. But because of the fact that people don't have the love of God, so they did it for a while, and then the word itself brought forth, brought forth a conviction and they say, I, I can't do that. that. I'm sorry. I can't live old. I can't stop doing this. I can't stop doing that. No, 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 no. You are not in love with him enough. Because once you get in love with him, you want to do that to please him. I'm finna go on break. I'll come back in a couple of minutes and finish this and go on to let you see the difference of conviction and conversion. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware.
Well, we are back. Amen. We thank God for the break. Amen. Thank God for those of you. I pray that you able to see us today on Facebook. If not, amen, uh, you can tune us in on love860.com. If we're not coming playing on the radio, just tune us in on that or uh, whatever. Amen. We are believing the Lord that you are able to uh, get in touch. I'm, I thought we had done pad it down and got it together, but I don't see some of the people that usually be up there. But nevertheless, we thank God. 404-355-8699. Question or comment? That's 404-355-8699. Question or comment? I want to finish just before I go. And here's what I, I, I know, like I said, let me, let me, let me just go on and do it and uh, finish it. And it says, and he uh, yet has not root in himself, but endure for a while. A lot of people start out in this, and they do good for a while. But because they didn't have root in themselves, they didn't want to go according to the other scriptures. They didn't want to do what the other scripture teaching them to do. They was more concerned about only the scriptures that made them feel good. So that's why he said, but the word of God offended them. They became offended for the word of God. And, and, and because he said, by and by, they was offended. So they started, somebody said, yeah, but they backslide. No, 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 no. The seed had caught root, believers. A lot of people's, you don't plant it, uh, if you never planted a God, every seed that you plant don't come up. All right? Then the 22nd verse, it said, But he that receiveth seed among the thorns, and is he that heard the word, and the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he become unfruitful. Amen. So that person became unfruitful. And that person is not trying to win people to Christ. And, and, and when you're not trying to win people to Christ, you are unfruitful. We got to call 404-355-8699. God bless you, caller. You are on the air. God bless you, caller. You are on the air. Okay, well, the board, we're having a little technology problem. Some way they didn't come through. But you can welcome to call us back, 404-355-8699. Okay, uh, now, it says that, uh, that he that received, he said, the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches, Choke the word. We got caught up in things. We want this. I got to have the nice car. I got to have that. I got to have the nice clothes. I got to have the nice this. And and in process of this, we lost out. Okay. They say they got them on the line again. Go ahead. You're Good on afternoon, the- brother. Well, how you doing? Wonderful. How you doing? All right. I'm listening to that 
Keep on going. Amen. God bless you. Keep on going, because you know the way, and you're doing it right. So I'll talk to you later. God bless you, and I love you. Amen. Thank you, Mother, and we love you as well. Amen. Uh, we thank God for her tuning in. And, uh, but uh, like we were saying, it, 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 here's what we are trying to do, believers. We're not trying to uh, show up nobody or not trying to belittle no one else. We only want you to know what the scriptures is teaching. So that person, the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of riches, I know some of you want this, we want that, but can you handle this? Are you able to handle that? You know, yes, you might can be. You might say, well, I can handle being a millionaire. Yeah, you may can. But how about the person that you know? You wind up being a blessing to them, uh, giving them, and they can't handle what you give them, and you don't mess them up. You don't cause, listen to me, it's so many folks done not even speaking in their family for a few dollars. So what I'm saying, we got to be willing to know what we can handle and what we can't. And there, as I was Talking to a, a sister, I was saying, she was saying, it's sad that saints do not teach other saints that they should be saving. We only teaching saints to get, 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 try to get this, try to get that. But what about saving some funds and able to help you because, help somebody else because God have blessed you? If God done bless you, then look like you should do like the book of James said. Be willing to be a blessing to somebody else. It ain't no such thing as paying God. You can't pay God. I'm sorry. I know people tell you that, but you don't find it in the Bible. I know they'll tell you that. Honey, if you ain't paying this, no, 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 no. You can't find it in the scripture. The Bible say line upon line, precept upon precept. You can't just take one scripture and roll with it and say, oh, that's what the Lord required. No, ma'am. No, sir. Now, let's go a little further so I can get to the other one. It says this, but he that receiveth the seeds on good ground is he that heard the word and understand it, and which also brought, bring forth fruit. fruit. Here's the problem. When you understand what the Bible said, you understand that God allowed you to be saved in order to bring forth fruit. If you are not bringing forth fruit, then you miss your calling. You are still here in order to produce fruit among the people. They need to look at your lifestyle and say, you know what? I want what that person got. I want what she got. I want what he got. But we're not willing, living holy, so therefore, that's why when the world come out with a song, we want to catch hold and we want to make a gospel song. When the world come out with a saying, we want to catch hold and make that same saying in a gospel way. And listen, we go on and on. We start copying off of what the enemy does instead of being the first fruit. The Bible said that we are the first fruit. The Bible says we are the light of the world, a city that sit upon the hill that cannot be hid. 
How in the world is we supposed to be the light of the world and we following the darkness? We are not lightening up the darkness. Yeah, the darkness will conform to what you are doing. They will conform to it only because of the fact that they want to feel justified in whatever they're doing wrong. Peoples want to be justified even when they are wrong. In other words, I don't want to be a bad person. I, even though I robbed the bank, I'm not bad. I just robbed the bank because I needed a little money. I robbed the bank because I was a little hungry. I robbed the bank because I uh, needed to buy me some shoes, whatever, whatever, whatever. We find ourselves justifying why we are doing what we are doing. We don't want that God to get the glory out of our life. That's what it's all about. When we singing, when we preaching, when we teaching, when we doing whatever, how is it that God getting the glory? If God ain't getting the glory, listen to me. If God don't get the glory out of your life, you're losing out, brothers and sisters. You're only in it. Let's go on and finish this because I got to go on further. Got, uh, let's say he does, he's uh, feeling good ground and he hears the word and understand it and which bear forth fruit and bring forth much fruit, some hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. Now, guess what? What kind of fruit are you bringing forth? Why is it that you're not bringing forth fruit? It, could it be that because you are more concerned about being a part of an organization, being a part of a particular church, you is not doing that? See, the Bible tells me that when you can carry your conviction to salvation. Now, according to the Bible, see, uh, it's the imitation of salvation when God deals with your heart. Amen. God has been dealing with some of you hard way back. You know what I'm saying? Way back when you search the scripture and begin to see, hold up, I, I can remember little bitty things. And, and because the mercy and the goodness of God was upon you, and God was saying, because I love you, see, when the Lord appeared unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Oh, wow. God have loved it us with an everlasting love. And I'm sorry, Jeremiah 31 and uh, uh, 3. Okay? It said, God have loved it with everlasting love. Therefore, Loving kindness have I drawn thee. Oh, it's the loving kindness. It ain't how many times I went to shot down a holiness church, a Baptist church, a Methodist church, or whatever church. It ain't that. No, ma'am, no, sir. It's according to God's love that he shined upon. And I know, I know, I know you said, but you see, I'm trying to get there, brother. Well, wait a minute. If you're trying to get there, it's easy. You know, we often quote this scripture because we often say this because we love the Lord. We say, you know, for God, all right, and, and just about everybody can, if they can't quote uh, too many scriptures, they'll be able to quote this. For uh, John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish, 
but have everlasting life. How can you believe in God, believers? Now, let me ask you this. I'm serious about that. How can you believe in God, son, uh, meaning that, let me break that down, because again, here we go, that people think, well, I got it, and other people don't have it, okay, and on and on. But how can you say that you believe in God's son and you don't want to abide by the word? The Bible teaches us now, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The, the, listen, God's word is the son of God. That's the word. The word of God is the son manifested in flesh. It's, it, I mean, we got this thing so twisted up and confused. God loved you so much. He really do. He loved you so much. He put up with this. He put up with that. And he went along with that, this with you, and he went along with that. But the process is he loved you. How is it that you can't love him? How is it that you can't show a difference? How is it that you want to follow the rest of the group? You want to follow this person. You want to follow that person. God looking for that different person. He looking for that one that's showing forth love and compassion let me tell you something. Listen to me. When they was crucifying Jesus, he knew he had did nothing wrong. He knew. That's why he didn't even make an argument. Man, uh, listen to me. You say, well, it's easy because Jesus was the son of God. Guess what? Look at Joseph. Go back in such the scripture. Everybody. Uh, wait a minute. Don't just stop at Joseph. Look at the little, shooter, uh, the little girl uh, working for Naaman. Uh, in a slave house, being a slave, saying that I would, that my master, now, I, I would have been very bitter. You don't took me away from my country, took me away from my people. Then I'm going to talk about, I got somebody back at, at, I got the church, I got the person to bring forth deliverance. Let me tell you something, believer. We got to get real love in our heart. That's the bottom line. God done put the scripture there to show a people that's converted People that really love God, they don't go according to their circumstances. In other words, their circumstances do not change their opinion on God. We allow circumstances to change our opinion on God. In other words, if it ain't like I want it to be, then I ain't going to deal with this like that. I'm not going to. Wait a minute. Yes, I'll, I'll listen to me. I'll walk away from something that if I know it's ungodly. I'll walk away, but I'm not going to complain about it. I'm not, uh, uh, listen, I'll try to do that God get the glory. See, we intertwine so bad. We intertwine so bad with peoples and things that we know is not right. But because we intertwine, then we want to catch up to God and show that different. God said, but go back and see how the peoples of the scriptures that we done lay, uh, read about how is it that they are living a different lifestyle than what we are living? We want to be a part of this group, want to be a part of that group. We can't do that, believers. I'm sorry. There is no way that God can use you and you are not being different. You got to be willing to be holy. You got to be willing to be separate. That's what the scripture I can give in Thessalonians. It said, come out from among them that walk is not a according to the ordinance that we've been taught us. Listen, 
if I don't do anything, I should show somebody what love. Some of you that are married at this time, you are married. Don't you know that you are portraying a, a lifestyle that the married people, you can look at, listen, don't take my word for it. Ask somebody. See two people's holding hand, walking together, and you say, if them people are married or single, most of the time we'll say they are single. They are married. Oh, wait a minute. I said about if you watch people's walking and hugging and holding hands and playing with one another, you will say they are single. But to see the people married and they ain't got no smile, they don't act like it's no joy, lo and behold, we'll say they married. You know why? Because that's what we are betraying. We, have, we are bringing a reproach to God. I often say, now listen to me, we are going to have to give an account. We love to say that the Jehovah Witness is wrong. But don't you know that they at least going to door to door? What are you doing to make a difference? How is it that you're making a difference in what you believe? Don't look at what somebody else is doing. The neg- I can always pick out a negative on somebody, and somebody can always pick out a negative on me. But what are you doing to the glory of God to call somebody to look at your life and say, you know what, Brother Ware is really a servant of God. Brother Ware is really sacrificing for God. Brother Ware is doing this to do it. Put your name in Brother Ware's spot. What are you doing that, listen to me, believers, there are some of you say you love God, say you're saved, but you can't even stop doing the little bitty things of the world. You letting them control you instead of you controlling debt. Other words, the people need to see love and compassion coming from the believers first and foremost. Then we are able to help somebody. We can't help nobody. Listen, when that young lady, uh, uh, listen, that young lady put out her word. She said, "I would that my master would go and." And then when you read over here in Luke, uh, I think it is the fourth chapter. I don't want to give you the wrong scripture, but they, they, the, the Bible says, "Listen now." Uh, uh, it was uh, Luke, the fourth chapter, it talks about it was many, many uh, had, uh, uh, yeah, here it is, and, and many leprosy were uh, in Israel at the time, but one, listen, Isaiah, Isaiah, uh, Elijah, however they want to pronounce it, we know words change the meaning of the prophet. Noam then was clean, say Naaman, the Syria. Listen, wasn't nobody clean. You know why? Because that girl loved the God enough to put her word out to say, if my master, no, they're not a believer. Now, he became a believer after he got healed, after he got mad and probably was cussing and doing everything. Uh, the Bible said even the, 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 the uh, what's the name that he was in was just, he was rocking with that. He was angry, talking about he won't even come and see me. He must be don't know who I am. And yet, you mean to tell me that uh, he can't come and see me, and yet he want to do that? Oh, brothers and sisters, listen. Because of her word, 
because of the words that she put out. See, people's, uh, people's ain't seeing this no more. But you know why? Because we, we, we don't have love and compassion like she did. She had love and compassion for God. When we look at Joseph, he had love and compassion. We can go on and keep pulling all these men's and women's of God. When we look at Ruth, she had love and compassion not only for her mother-in-law, but for God. And because of the fact that the Lord brought forth conviction in them, they was willing to do what? I want to present my body a living sacrifice, not for flesh. To See, James Wilkins say, I'm presenting my body a living sacrifice so I can get what I want. No, ma'am. No, sir. No, you don't present your body a living sacrifice to get what you want. You present your body a living sacrifice that God can get what he wants through you. Amen. You got to understand this thing of salvation, being saved, folks. It ain't no up and down like these people's making it look. They constantly doing this and they constantly doing that. No, ma'am. No, sir. The Bible let us know. Listen, I, I, I can't give you the time because I'm running out of time. I can't give you the scripture. But when you get a chance, please uh, uh, read uh, uh, Psalm 32, 5. Uh, about confession of your sin. Read Romans 14, 11, and 12. And read first Epistle of John, 1 and 8 through 11. I know you're familiar with that because a lot of people use that. When they done got you to pray what they call the sinner's prayer. But I'm telling you, believers, that's what's messing people up. They can't, no man can tell you that they are, you are saved. Because you confess something. It said shall be. It didn't say you are. So when you are not uh, uh, following man's doctrine, salvation is a, it's a renewing. You got a new mindset. You got to listen to me. Don't nobody have to tell you to pull off this and put on that. And a woman tell me, I'm saved and I love the Lord. And, and she got short dress and, and all the yesterday showing and, and yet she's saying that she loved the Lord. Come on, she don't want to do that. Her heart needs to be converted. Don't no man want to prove that he loved the Lord when he said, I'm the head of the household. We're going to do it my way or no way. No way that that man really loved the Lord. Because if he loved it, the Lord, he want God to be glorified. If she loved the Lord, she want God to be glorified. The Bible done told her in the book of Psalms that he will beautify the meek. That's what the scripture said. So why is it that we trying to do everything and trying to show everything in order that we might please man and prove the man? And then, listen, because I'm running, I'm really running time. The clock is my enemy right about now. All right, in the book of Colossians, we often quote seven uh, uh Seven, uh, uh, second uh, Chronicles 7, 14, 7, and in doing that, but we don't read before these scriptures, and we don't read after. But when you repent, when you truly repent, folks, it's a different thing. In the book of Luke, the 13th chapter and the third verse in the book of Acts that we read, you got to repent, folks. Acts 2, 38, 39, 
in the book of Acts 17 and 30. We must do this, folks. We cannot continue. In the book of 2 Corinthians, the 7th chapter, we often love 2 Corinthians 5, 17. But when, uh, if any man be in Christ, you are a new cre- creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. What about 2 Corinthians 17? Before you get in, uh, second, uh, uh, I'm sorry, after you get in uh, Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Here's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm, I'm rushing and trying to get through, uh, get this point across to you. We got to have a true repentance, folks. Peoples, it need to be different. They got to see that God's way is not a worldly way. Come out from among the world and be ye separate, says your Lord. Listen, you got to be different. When you go into the military, you get rid of your street clothes. You put on fatigue. When you go in to be a police officer, before you can get to be a street officer, what they call plain clothes, you first got to get in your uniform. You got to wear your uniform. And on and on. How is it that people's coming to Christ don't want to be different? I'm sorry, we're missing the boat. And because we are missing the boat, then so many people is losing out. We are driving more people. Listen, folks, think about it now. We, our lifestyle is driving more folks than we are winning. When the last time you, somebody went to you, came to you and said, you know what, I've been watching you. I want to be converted because you are living holy. I know it. I see it all in you. You remember, it used to be that way. But now we're turning this thing to a, 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 a what, what, a marathon. We're showing, not a marathon, a, 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 a hundred-yard dash. We're trying to show people how good we is, how fast we are, how this, how that. And we got to understand the Bible gave every one of you, according to the book of Corinthians, the 12th chapter, a part in the body. How come you playing a part in your body and your part ain't doing what it's supposed to do? If I got hands and my hand ain't picking up something, I need to go to the doctor or, uh, as the scriptures say, physician, heal yourself. I need to be healed myself to find out why I'm not able to pick it up. I'm telling you, here's what you got to do. Repent, truly seek God, come away from your denomination, and watch what God do for you. Make you that new creature in Christ Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you, Lord, in all that you're doing. I ask you to bless those that have heard the word, God, that they might know that they might know that they truly have surrendered their life to you. And, Father, we just praise you for what you're doing. We ask you to bless those, God, that have went through a ritual and not sure. God, that they can be sure about their walk in you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen. Listen, folks, we thank God. I'm telling you, I'm not just saying this. I'm, I'm, I'm really sincere. It is really time now for us to get sincere. Look at the time. Look at the situation. Here we is in uh, May. And we get 90-degree weather and, and on one hand, and on the other hand, they're getting snow in May. Somebody called me up and said they're getting snow on top of snow. Folks, even the weather letting you know, get it together. Be willing to be different. We would love to help you that are apart. 
Amen. We love to help you. Give us a call, 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. Or check us out online at brotherjamesware.org. Brotherjamesware.org. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything. Just because we're socially distancing this holiday season doesn't mean the insects are. Give the gift of bug bite relief with BiteAway, the FDA-cleared, chemical-free, sustainable treatment for those pesky insect bites and stings you can't stop itching. This little device heats up and relieves the itchiness and swelling from insect bites and stings with just one application. Get 20% off in December. Visit TakeTheBiteAway.com and enter code HOLIDAY20 at checkout. That's HOLIDAY20 at TakeTheBiteAway.com. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair 